0: Hey guys, it's been a wild start to the tournament with some major upsets already. We're going to break down our favorite plays from tonight's games. And like always, we'll get you in and out under 10 minutes with everything you need to know. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings America's top rated daily fantasy app. So, I'm Doug Kazarian with Joe Fortenbaugh and Tyler... Full gym, fellas. We uh, survived the first week. We're back here on a Monday, so clearly our picks weren't awful, right? What does survive mean when you look <laughs> at these brackets? Like, survive is a very loose term by your definition. You know, it is amazing, Tyler, how much I care less about my bracket and more about uh, you know what who covers the spread.
1: That that's what makes it more enjoyable. The bracket you have to wait for your gratification. When you are wagering, you can bounce back right away if you have a bad day.
0: So I wasn't a hundred percent sure, like. Half, you know, 12 hours into the, the next day that if Maryland or UConn won. <laughs> Just because I didn't have any action on the game. I'm like, I think Maryland won. Let me check my phone. I forget those games were even played. <laughs> well, the ter- terrapins are here. So let's talk about the four night games. Let's start with LSU-Michigan. This is a Tigers team that I backed to win the region. Uh, I have them going far. Uh, I thought this would be the one seed that we lost that would lose this weekend. Obviously, we already saw that with Illinois yesterday. Um, Michigan playing shorthanded. Joe, where would you go with this one?
2: Over. It was sitting around 149 points. LSU is custom built for overs. Fifth in offense, 78th in tempo, but even better, 122nd in defense, which feels generous based on the eye test when you watch them play this season. Michigan had 148 total points scored in their opening round against Texas Southern. If that game led to 148 points, and we need 149 here with LSU, I feel confident
0: we'll get there. Yeah, the Tigers, in terms of offense efficiency, one of the best in the country. How about you, Ty? I'm with Joe. I like the over
1: here as well. I, if I had to pick a side, I would take the head start with LSU. Uh, their offense is fantastic. We know what Cam Thomas can do. I don't think they've scored less than 70 points in a game since, like, January. They're just That's just the floor for them. And without Isaiah Livers from Michigan, that kind of lowers their defensive ceiling as he's their perimeter stopper. So that makes me lean towards LSU the side, but I really do like the over
0: like Joe said. Yeah, I like the points with the Tigers as well. It basically comes down to we finally see the kind of the potential on defense of this LSU team with all the athleticism, all the speed. They were horrendous during the regular season, but we saw we saw glimpses of it in the conference tournament in their run, uh, and we saw it in the first round of the beatdown of the Bonnies from, from the start. So I hope LSU keeps it up and keeps it rolling here. Next game, Colorado and Florida State. Pac-12 has been outstanding, undefeated so far in this NCAA tournament, but FSU obviously has... Final four potential. Tyler, where are you going?
1: Well, they're a team that I picked before this tournament started to come out of this region and advance to the final four. And right now, their live odds, they're plus 400 or 4-1 to to win this East region. But, man, I tell you what, this is a scary game as a Florida State backer against a Colorado team that has looked really, really good at the end of this uh, season in conference tournament play and then their first game uh, that they won over Georgetown in dominant fashion. The Pac-12 is... Undefeated still at this point in the tournament headed into Monday's play. So I will reluctantly lay the one and a half with Florida State because I had picked them. But, again, Colorado has scared me with the way they've played, Joe.
2: I'm going to be playing Colorado here. I'm fading the line movement. I've had a change of heart in Florida State. When it comes to Colorado, Tyler laid out all the reasons why you should like them. They've been playing well. The conference has been outstanding. They're 20th in three-point shooting, second in free-throw shooting, 25th in defense. They check all the boxes. But look at Florida State. Number one. The ACC turned out to be terrible. So what do we think of Florida State? Because they were this very trendy pick, but they play in a conference that hasn't even come close to living up to the hype. Number two, they're not in good form. They dropped three of five games entering the tournament, and those losses came to UNC, Notre Dame, and Georgia Tech. And number three, they struggled with UNC Greensboro in the opening round. The teams a little bit more inconsistent than I think they should be for my liking. Based on all the hype they're getting, I'll play the Buffaloes.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, I have no opinion on the game. I like both teams. I'm just, I see no edge in my eyes. Let's go to Maryland-Bama. I like the under here. Bama. Uh, both teams have re- respectable defenses. They can go on runs at times, but I think it's going to be sort of the trend that we've seen a lot of times this tournament. Slower starts, kind of a little bit of a slugfest.
2: Complete agreement. Terrapins are a lousy free-throw shooting team this season, and they are heavily dependent on the three-pointer. That's how they generate a huge chunk of their offense. Alabama is seventh in the country in three-point defense. Rock fight.
1: Unanimous will go under here as well. If I had to lean to a side, I would lean towards Alabama, but certainly no um, conviction in that regard. Like we do have with the under for the reasons you pointed out. Alabama should dictate pace, should dictate this game with their much better defense than Maryland and keep this one under the total.
0: Yeah, I'm going to even go first half under and start there and see what happens uh, for the rest of the game. USC, Kansas, really interesting game. Um, Look, I I think Bill Self has a giant coaching edge, even though Andy Enfield is best all time in the tournament, (laughs) 8-0 after the first round cover ATS. I just – I think Bill Self, in-game coach, he can do things like not press, which is just do some things and not make – but in terms of just after timeout plays, things like that, I will say uh, history not on the Trojan side. When a six-seed is favored over a three-seed does not bode well. We saw it yesterday with Arkansas and Texas Tech. I'm passing you, Joe. What? I'll play USC, but it's the least
2: amount of confidence I have in any of these four picks. The thing that jumps out to me is Kansas and their home road splits. At home this year, they've got some marquee wins, and they have a very solid track record. But they went on the road, and almost every big game they played on the road, they lost this season. This obviously isn't a road game, but it's a neutral site game. They're not going to have the luxury of playing at home. I do lean the USC. There's good balance. Top 10 defense, top 25 offense. They did
0: evolve throughout the course of the year, so I kind of wait the more recent Jayhawks games. Tyler's the Mizzou grad. What do you think? (laughs) I mean, you guys know I would never wager a
1: single (laughs) cent that Uh I've made in my life on the Kansas Jayhawks. So when I do back USC, I will point to the fact that Andy Enfield has never lost against the number in his NCAA tournament career, going back to his time at Florida Gulf Coast. And the best player on the floor will be wearing a USC Trojans jersey And Evan Mobley, who has looked phenomenal down the stretch for USC. And in the first game they played, he's a true
0: difference maker. I just think he will ride USC or that USC will be able to ride Evan Mobley to a victory. Usually Monday we're recapping the weekend for the NCAA tournament, but it is the end of day two, in a way, or the end of the second round uh, here uh, for this year's COVID, in, you know, COVID in, um, influence, Influence. that was the word <laughs> I was looking for, influenced uh, NCAA tournament. All right, so let, again, ba- Daily Wager podcast every weekday. Uh, around noon Eastern, sometimes earlier like today. And then Daily Wager returns to the television set on Friday. So a few days off in the middle of the week as we will have weekend shows again next weekend.